Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Failed Prospects. Our collaborators were Tyler Hudak, Morgan Llewellyn, Oscar Rios, Jason Melanchuk, Zane Fleming, and myself. Uh, I will be the keeper, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by David Gassaway as his character, Marcus Sundle. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. David? Dear Diary, it's October 20th, 1923, and I'm going to have to go to sleep at some point, but it's very hard to even imagine falling asleep with the prospect that tomorrow I might be the first person to photograph a brand new species. If Dr. Baker and his colleagues are right about that, we don't know where they are exactly. They didn't come to pick us up on the train, even though the university telegrammed them when we'd arrive, but there's some ways out of town and maybe a truck broke down or some such. I don't imagine the roads here are very well maintained. Uh, this is my first time in such a small town. Um, and it seems very uh, friendly, um, kind of funny. Uh, I don't know what the refrigeration system is, but everything, all the food seems to be spoiled half the time. Um, and I missed most of it, but apparently uh, we have good reason to think that there are exciting prospects ahead. Um, uh, a couple of the uh, of our crew went into Dr. Baker's room, and then they found what they think are two non-fossilized vertebrae of some species they can't name, and a weird uh, black stone called a coprolite that's got exotic carvings on it that nobody can recognize. Uh, so, and that's just the stuff they left in the hotel room. Who knows what they've got at the live dig. We don't know exactly where they are. We have a rough map from Dr. Baker's room. Uh, and uh, Matthew, the son of the hotelier, uh, knows at least the first place they started digging. So he's going to take us there in the junky old truck we rented first thing in the morning. Um, and hopefully by uh, tomorrow night, I'll have plates of an animal that nobody's ever seen before. All right, excellent. So, unless anybody wants to do anything during the evening, we can skip ahead to breakfast. All right, we'll skip ahead to breakfast. At the uh, breakfast table, once everyone has uh, obviously got their plates gathered together. Um, well, having trouble getting the breakfast together. The bacon <laughs> seems to be pretty much okay. Uh, the eggs seem to have spoiled. Um, uh, the bread seems to be okay, but so you're having basically toast and, 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 and bacon. Um, as long as there's coffee and rolls, we can get on the road. Coffee. Yeah. My, 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 this, uh, spoilage, uh, just adds to my theory. Uh, gentlemen, if you'll, uh, bear with me for a few moments, uh, I'm still very concerned of Dr. Baker's team. But um, I was tossing and turning last night, uh, given everything that transpired late in the evening. And I've got a theory I want to propose to you. And uh, hopefully with your help, you can debunk my theory. Um, I guess that uh, a naturally cold uh, uh, coprolite that uh, Dr. Rathbore found is what got me thinking along the lines. But uh, 
from what we know, Dr. Baker was digging at site three where he found these items. And my theory is that uh, in their dig, they uncovered a layer of glacial ice. And while excavating the ice, that's when they found this coprolite in the vertebrae. Now the coprolite, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's got a frozen core and that's what makes it colder as you hold on to the thing. As far as for the vertebrae, if they were indeed uh, inside the glacial ice, they wouldn't have fossilized. And thus that explains why they're still bones and lightweight. Now, again, uh, Professor, or excuse me, Dr. Rathmore found a map in Dr. Baker's room, and you all had a chance to look at that map. And if you note uh, on site three, besides site three, there was a note of a creek running by it. Now I'm guessing that creek runs to the north up towards site three, but also south and probably southwest of town where Matthew did his fishing. So again, to press this on, uh, I'm guessing with the glacial ice exposed and now melting, uh, there's been some trapped microbial pathogens that are, that are now freed uh, water melt running into the creek, contaminating the creek, and that, that's how Marcus's fish got spoiled. Uh, along the same time, wind is blown across the, the, the ice, carried the pathogens on air, off to the nearby farmland where it's contaminated the uh, grain and some of the livestock out there. So with that in mind, this is where I call upon Mr. Phillips to uh, use your biology background and skills, pull out your microscope. Um, hopefully no more than an hour, but maybe set up a lab in your room and start off with this copper light to examine it to see if indeed you find any of these uh, pathogen spores uh, on it. Uh, Mr. Zundel, if uh, you'll do the uh, recording of the, his research, um, I need somebody to go out into the back trash area, gather up the uh, spoiled fish out of the trash bin and bring it to Mr. Phillips. Uh, if somebody can also go over to uh, Jack's diner and uh, if you can dig their trash to uh, bring some of uh, their spoiled food. I mean, heck, we've already got these eggs here that we're looking at or at least heard about. But uh, again, uh, Byron, if you'll take the time to uh, put those under the microscope and examine it. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to go to uh, Mr. Perlman and I'm going to request, uh, insist that uh, he let me back into Dr. Baker's room so that I can uh, get those fossils. Uh, I'll write him a, a, a letter taking full responsibility, but that way I can bring those back to Mr. Phillips for examination. Um, I do hope you guys can uh, prove me wrong, but uh, whatever questions, input that you have, uh, please, it's open to your suggestion ideas. Well, I would happily at least to be of some use, so I don't mind doing whatever you need me to do, but who knows? I, I hope you're not right, but... Don't we want to get on the road and, uh, and see if we can find uh, Dr. Baker as soon as we can? Or do yeah, we want to spend time here? I got to go, go with Dr. Cooper Smith. I, we got to get on the road. We got to yeah, go there. Let's get on the road. 
but I'm saying uh, we, we spend maybe an hour to do this research. I mean, you, you think of the implications of what is um, uh, re basically imposing on the town here with all of this spoilage going on. I, I would hate for the town to think that we put them on the map for the wrong reason. And this is a, a blight, <laughs> poor choice it's, of words, but a blight on the university if indeed we've caused it. It's, it's not something that would take more than 15 or 20 minutes to see if there's a bacteria or something yeah. present. Okay. We, we can spend some time doing that. <clears throat> Phillips, right. if you need uh, you need some of that uh, nasty spoiled fish, I guess I'll go dig it, dig out of the dumpster for you. Just give me whatever and I'll work on it. Sleep, to be honest, having a good sleep, I realized that my me suggesting the baker could be dishonest. That was all baloney, man. Byron would know that you wouldn't eat much. Yeah, then you know. All right, I'll go get a, I'll go get a small section in. And he has all of the back. equipment necessary, as I told you in the beginning. You guys have brought whatever equipment. Good. You guys would all right. Yeah, let's do let's do a quick field field uh, lab and and we'll get this up and have it researched. And so while Phillips is doing that, I'll make sure that the, uh, after I get the fish to him, I'll, I'll make sure that the vehicle is uh, packed with all of our other gear, short of whatever it is that uh, Byron needs to bring. And, uh, and you know, gas is topped off. Oh, and we wanted to have those extra jerry cans of gas that we're going to take with us. Um, yeah, and just have all that with us. Yeah, I'll come with you to the general store and make sure we get the truck loaded up the way we wanted. Yep. Well, I'm going to come yeah, with you because I want to I want to check out the actual truck. This truck is not that reliable, right? So yeah, we should probably like I, we should probably like stress test it or something. Yeah, I could always do a little run over it. I have some mechanical skills. So. Oh, good. Yeah, let's give it a give it a look. See. Yeah, but first thing, let's get this uh, test out of the way. And yeah. uh, I, I would say uh, while you are over at Ma's, do ask her where she gets her supplies. See if indeed they come from the uh, farmlands to the north. But we do need to uh, record document uh, Mr. Phillips' uh, investigation. I mean, I can, I'll just do it as I go along. I'm used to doing my own recording, so... And the weevils in the oatmeal can't be bacteria from the melted glacier. That's just weevils, but she's probably getting those from far off. As long as I have some pen and paper, I can document it myself. All right. So very quickly, you managed to get some samples of these various things. And um, uh, 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 Byron, when you were examining them you do see bacteria but the bacteria that you're seeing is what you would expect to see in rotting food yeah um uh you can identify which ones are causing it to sort of deliquesce it's loose it's it's losing its adhesion the uh the various things but these are all common bacteria that you would expect to see in any environment um you don't find any odd creepy crawlies down, down on that level. Um, you start to examine the, uh, the copper light. Now it, it is a little more tricky because you can't put it under your microscope. Um, but you probably do have a field microscope 
which you hold in your hand, you put up against something, and you can actually look. Um, your first, when you first start to look at it, you see kind of what you'd expect to see. Um, there are, uh, there's a lot of matter that has been crystallized into, um, into what looks like mineral deposits. Uh, but there is also, uh, you can see tiny bone fragments and things like that, which you would expect also to see from an animal that's, you know, pooping out what's left of another animal. Um, you can identify that whatever it is was carnivorous. Um, it wasn't a veggie, veggie sore. Um, um, and I'd like you to do an idea roll. I've got 80 in intelligence, so I'm hoping. 95. That's a fail. <laughs> right. Oh. Um, so other than the fact that you notice that that rock still seems rather cold the longer you hold it. Um, it's not what you wouldn't expect from a coprolite. Um, although, to be honest, you don't know as much about coprolites as the paleontologists might know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, other than that, that's, that's about all that you find. Um, are any of the paleontologists working with him or watching him? Or I think they all went off to do their own stuff. Well, I made note. I made notes or everything. But... I'm off to uh, Mr. Pinman. Okay. Um, all right. We'll jump, to, jump ahead to you. You you uh, come to Mr. Pinman. Ah, uh, Professor Hall. What can I do for you this morning? Uh, good morning, Jonathan. Um, you know, I've been thinking more of this uh, having uh, stepped into Doctor Baker's uh, room, hotel room, uh, yesterday, and. Um, I, I must insist that uh, you let me back into his room. I need to collect the bones that were on his desk. Uh, I've got a letter here uh, for you that releases you of all responsibility, uh, showing where I take full responsibility for having you let me into the room to get this item. But uh, I, I do, I'm concerned that I need to bring this back to Dr. Baker to show him some uh, uh, details about this that we uncovered. Well, I've I've explained the policies, but you have a letter here. Um, you you university people know what you're doing, so um, I, I will comply. I mean, if if Dr. Baker becomes upset about it, uh, I'll have to put it on your head. And that letter is your full proof to, to lay it on me. So yes, indeed. Thank you very much. All right. Well, let me take you up there. And uh, he, in fact, takes you up there and you retrieve the bones. And then I take Which now down. when you've got them in your hand, you're definitely lighter than what you expected. Yeah. And in picking them up, thinking that they might have something on them, I'm basically handling them with uh, my handkerchief. Okay. So that I'm no longer just uh, skin contact. Right. Okay. And then I'll bring him down to uh, Mr. Phillips. All right. Uh, Phillips, do another biology role. Biology, yeah. Um, 43 on 65 for biology. 
there are still traces of marrow uh, in the in the bone itself that you can find there. It, it's almost like you're looking when you're looking through the microscope, everything's enlarged, but it almost looks like you're looking at pieces of dried meat that are attached to the bone itself, which should have, uh, you know, it's possible that they, they, they obviously desiccated, uh, they lost mm -hmm. all their moisture, but you would estimate that these bones are no more than 200 years old. Hmm. These are not fossilized. You don't see any traces of, of mineral deposits. You see dirt that, that brushes away, hmm. but yeah. these are, it's like somebody dug up some old cow bones in the backyard that had been buried there for a hundred years. Very, very odd. So, Tom, uh, as a player at uh, this time, the 1923, uh, have there been uh, bones found in uh, glacial ice? Uh, you know, we had the, uh, the one uh, hunter man found up in the Himalayas or something. Uh, I don't remember what time that was. Um, I, I, I don't actually know the answer to that, but I can guess that you wouldn't find dinosaur bones in glacial ice. The, the dinosaurs would have died out. The glaciers would have come and gone a dozen times since the dinosaurs. Okay. That, so, that's, that's a fair item. I was just thinking that uh, the glaciers having crept down this far uh, on the tail end of the dinosaur uh, realm and that's how they got trapped in here. Well, it's a good theory, and it's a theory that your character probably keeps. Right. But but what I'm uh, the reason why I'm asking the question uh, would Professor Hall uh, once uh, Byron has mentioned that he's still seeing uh, bone marrow and even meat clinging to the bone, uh, would that give me uh, reason to to suspect anything else? No, not necessarily, okay. except that he, what he says is that they're only a couple of hundred years old. Uh, they might be well preserved, but there's there's no oxidation. There's, I mean, there's not enough to qualify them as a, as an old bone. They're still porous. They're still this whatever it was could have been roaming around two hundred years ago easily. I can see the excitement from uh, Dr. Phillips, or excuse me, uh, Dr. Baker for having discovered something like this out in the site. So, okay. Uh, I've got another idea, but I want to wait uh, for Dr. Coopersmith to come in before uh, I suggest it, Mr. Phillips. This is, this is very odd, Professor Hall. It's all a bit odd for me. Intriguing, though. Intriguingly odd. Dr. Coopersmith, where are you? What are you doing? Uh, we had gone, uh, Marcus and uh, Harold and I, Professor Rathmore and I, we had gone to uh, the general store. Okay. So you arrive at the general store, and uh, you can see that Ma is in a bit of distress. Uh, uh, 
she's telling a customer that they've ordered more uh, produce, uh, that there must be something going on, uh, bad crops or something that's causing the shortage, but uh, in a couple of days it should clear up and they should have the fresh stuff from, I don't know, Sisseton or uh, Fargo. And uh, but she apologizes. But you can see she's upset, obviously. Um, ah, uh, is everything okay? I, I, clearly, something's upsetting you. Well, you've probably noticed by now that, uh, that a lot of people are having trouble with spoiled food. Yeah, it seems to be uh, going around. It's, uh, it's at the diner, it's at the hotel. And it's just, a, it's just some sort of a fluke. It's only happened in the last you know, week or so that this is, that we've started to notice these things. We didn't even notice them at first, but must be something you know, in the air, in the season that's, uh, that's, that's causing the problem. Very strange. Is it all, is all your uh, produce uh, that's been afflicted and eggs and things like that, are they all coming from a, from a, from a certain region, a, a, a local farming area, farms in a local area? Or is it coming from there? Is it, is it coming from all over? She says, I, get, I get stuff from all over, uh, but most of it is going to be coming out of, uh, oh, oh, I forget my states now whatever state is right next door. Not not North Dakota, but uh, to the side. Uh, uh, Missouri, Wisconsin? No, it's... Uh, no, Minnesota's next Minnesota. to Minnesota. Minnesota. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's, that is very odd. All right. So it's not... Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, wow, that's really weird. Um, yeah, well, we're here to kind of and that we had uh, reserved pick those up the gas yeah. uh, maybe Bye. maybe also a, a a kit of tools just in case this uh this truck is uh not as reliable as we'd like it to be so want to be prepared all right well she puts that together for you and she puts together some some items that uh don't seem to be rotting um you know so that you have snacks and stuff on the way and Let's get a tire pump, too. Maybe they have flat tires, and that's why they didn't come for us. Look up the gasoline. We can't bring a whole engine, but if it's just a tire patch and kit. All right. All of that stuff's okay. So uh, you finish there, and you head on back over. Well, I assume you're heading on back over to the hotel. Yeah, and I think uh, Rathmore wanted to uh, have a look-see at the, at the vehicle. At the vehicle? Yep. Yep, start it up. Well, test it a little bit. it's a good old 1910 Mack truck. Uh, they're pretty well built, um, but the winters can be pretty harsh in this area. And so it's pretty rusty. Uh, you can tell that, uh, you know, the paint job is, is pretty bad. Um, it's the, the engine is simple enough to where, you know, anybody can repair it if they know something about cars. Uh, and you can see that it's been worked on by uh, by Harold. Uh, uh, it's not his first name, though. Uh, Simon. Simon Harold. Simon Harold. Uh, but I mean, what do you know about engines? <laughs> do you have mechanical? 
No, I don't. If someone else has mechanical, I mean, it looks good to me, guys, but. Uh... I've uh, got a 30 in mechanical repair. Well, so I go. can at least scratch my head and look under the hood. Right. Um, 1910 is early, so you're right. It's like Flintstonian simplicity. <laughs> Probably the same brake system. <laughs> if not now, then after we've gone up and down the hills, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, okay. Yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's go collect everybody and... Uh, uh, How many can fit in the cab? Uh, probably four people. Maybe it, five if you cram somebody in the middle. Well, Matthew's little. Yeah, Matthew's little. And he, he kind of needs to be in the cab to direct. Um, and let's also point out that, that so far, if you're looking at your, the map that you've got, um, site three is, what, 14 miles? 14 or 15 miles, if you had to walk it, you know, it's, it's an awful walk, but you're not that far from civilization. If you yeah, can't I mean, waste haven is civilization. If it broke off, if it, yeah. Yeah. It's a few hours if you walk, so. Also hilly, so, but yeah, nobody's going to die because of it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a little time to strap my, uh, equipment down as securely as I can because glass and things mm -hmm. in a rattly old truck on back roads or no roads. All right. But so I imagine stacks of oats and things make good padding. You guys get everything secured. Um, uh, Byron and Dr. Hall fill you in on their very interesting discovery. Hmm. So, so odd. Is That's, there any chance that a Native American had an alligator pet that came, you know, I know they were, they traded between nations. It seems like if you're sure it's a, and it's this far north, but that old. Um, Dr. Coopersmith and Dr. Hall, you can both do paleontology roles. Sure. I just want to know more now. Well, an extreme success. Yeah. You've, you've examined many, there's uh, di um, uh, alligator species go way back into the dinosaurs. You've examined many bones. None of them look like this. Very strange. So, yes. This These, was an upright walking thing, not a. Yeah, this is a, it's also not a fossil. It's, it's it can't be a dinosaur, but it's very strange. I'm sure we'll find the answer uh, out there in the hills. So let's get out there and, and see if we can, up to Dr. Baker. So the plan, I believe, is to drive through the previous uh, uh, dig sites since there should be a, a, a trail blazed through that way. They're pretty much in a yeah. line anyway. And I'm gonna, before we take off, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab my archaeology bag and I'm gonna say something to the effect of pulling out my revolver saying like, you know what kind of cautious guy I am. <laughs> And then, uh, Whoa, and then I'll look what the what the what? Yeah, uh, uh, Dr. Cooper Smith, uh, before we do pack up here, I've got uh, one more item to ask of you. Um, yeah, uh, Mr. Phillips had uh, said that uh, he, he didn't find much on the exterior of the copper light. Uh, again, this is Dr. Baker's find, but uh, what do you think of possibly? cracking it open 
to let Mr. Phillips uh, examine the interior of the thing. Uh, I don't know how pissed off Dr. Baker's gonna be, uh, or it, at least something to do once we see him and ask his permission. Yeah, well, let's bring it with us. I, I don't wanna do it without his permission. It is his, uh, his find. Very well. All right, um, so uh, I'll drive. I'm happy to drive. Uh, well, I I can as well, but if you really want me to, I don't. I don't mean to be the uh, old fart of the group, but uh, again, with my uh, healing leg, I, I I think it best for me to take a little bit of comfort inside this cab. Sure. Why don't we just sit three across in the cab? So, uh, Professor Hall, Marcus, and myself in the cab, and then everybody else can ride in the in the back with the gear. We got you have, to, you have to take the kid too. Yeah. It, oh, I said Marcus. I didn't mean Marcus. I meant you got Matthew. Matthew. Okay. We're gonna throw Marcus yeah. in the back. And if I need to, ha- <laughs> and if we need to have a look at it, I can. Me or Marcus can. Well, riding in the back of trucks is something everybody did back then. Exactly. We did that in the seventies. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you head. Uh, you, you head up the road just a little ways and Matthew points out like a rather large rock and he says, this is where you turn and you end up heading north. And you can see immediately that you're heading towards uh, the ridge. And behind the ridge, the other, you know, is, is a butte. And he says, that's, that's Red Butte. And... Uh, and they were right near the bottom of the cliff where Red Butte is. So we just keep going. And he's like, and there's that tree, and there's that tree over there that I recognize, and there's that over there. And you end up coming down a little ways, and you come up to a place where there is pretty much a cliff going up to the ridge. The ridge itself is probably maybe 100 feet high going upwards, and... um, it's composed of a lot of shale. So you can see that this would be a very attractive place for people looking for fossils. Um, and uh, Matthew points out and he goes, well, it's right over here is where we, we were. And you can see the remnants of what looks like maybe a little campfire. Um, they didn't camp here, but maybe they made coffee. You know. Um, but it looks like a nice spot. And what kind of uh, roadway, pathway have we been on? Is it two ruts and grass? Pretty much ruts and grass. If there's any ruts at all from maybe a wet day that they drove it. So is there a clear path forward from here? Not necessarily. Um, And Matthew doesn't know because he didn't go past here. Did he bring his fishing pole? Uh, no, he didn't. I stick my hand out the window and over the noise of the engine, I'm telling those on the bed if they can hear me. That site one. Right. Now, uh, if you if you pause the car there for a bit, um, Dr. Cooper Smith and Dr. Hall. Uh, you can do a 
Well, what we call we'll call it a paleontology brawl. I mean, um, this is a, this is exciting. That cliff, the face, the shale. This is exciting, man. I, I would want to get out and and do some uh, do some digging. I mean, that's what got me into paleontology. Yeah, but let's find the doctor first before we start doing any digging. Hey, Marcus, maybe just take a picture. It looks pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, bad roll for me. Yeah. Okay, both of you a bad roll? Uh, I didn't roll. I'm I'm insisting rather than stop that we press on. Yeah, but you don't know where I'm I'm trying to give you a direction of which direction to go. Oh, okay. Uh I also have uh high uh, geology, so Oh well geology, roll a geology roll then. A zero nine, so an extreme. Okay. Well, you can tell from the the lay of the land and the ridge here. Uh, and the fact that there are like a stand of trees there, that the most logical direction for you to go, you know, you're going to continue north, would be along this, you know, along the, the way the ridge turns over here. And it's very likely that they just moved on and uh, against the same ridge, you know, to, uh, to find another site. Okay. So it takes you another uh, 10 minutes or so of driving before you begin to realize that you've come upon a clearing uh, where there is a third, where there is a second site. And I'll slow the vehicle down so we can uh, take a look. And, you know, if I, I, I'll even stop, but I might leave the car running just so we can kind of look around and, and take in, you know, visually what's going on here and try to reassess where's the next uh, dot in this, uh, in this series, you know, for site three. And given that this is a 1910 truck on uneven terrain, uh, probably one could walk at a crisp pace past it. Um, so I'm going to, you know, also look around for any sort of uh, muddy patch from a puddle or something that might have tracks in it and see if we can. Okay. So you're going to stop and get out for a couple of minutes. Anyway. Yeah, for a few minutes. All right. So as you look out, one of the differences that you find is that um, the ridge here, uh, although it still has a lot of the same shale, there is a large vein of quartzite that runs through it. You can see it glistening in the sun. It's really quite, quite beautiful. Wow, um, look at that. Um, uh, everybody do a spot hidden roll. A one. <laughs> wow. Right. 21, which is kind of a hard pass. Too. I have a standard success. A one is an extreme. And I rolled a 92, so I just put my own eye out of my camera. <laughs> <laughs> one being an impale, does that mean he impaled his eye? Ow. All right, so uh, Phillips, uh, Byron, you're walking around and uh, you look down at the ground and you notice uh, a pick, um, uh, a geologist pick. Um, it's maybe, you know, it's only about that long, the, the mm. sharp part of it. Uh, and it actually looks like it's in pretty good condition, but it's just lying there on the ground. like. Hmm. Somebody dropped it. I'll pick it up and be like, hey, guys? 
there's a there's a pick here. It's in pretty good condition, considering uh, it seems like they've been out here doing stuff. Does it have anybody's name or initials carved in it? Yeah. Can I further look at it? Or? Um, it does. Uh, it has uh, uh, HB carved into the bottom of the handle. Looks like carved with a pocket knife. Uh, very no. likely Henry Bates. Henry Bates. The guy Henry. who got his leg. Right. Yeah. Frozen burned. Myself, Freeze dried. My self-proclaimed friend. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's Henry's. What the? Maybe this is where he had the accident? Oh, well. Collect it and we can return it to him. Yeah, I'll put it in a, a bag. And All right, so consulting the map, uh, we figure we should continue to follow the ridge. Who else passed their spot in walls? I think every, most Just of us right did. Okay. Only uh, Marcus didn't. Yeah, only Marcus failed. Dr. Rathbone, Rathmore, um, as you're walking about, um, you're not particularly interested so much in paleontology end of this. Um, uh, you're looking at the, the hills and the, the lee of the land around you. And you suddenly notice way up on the ridge, but maybe about two miles distant, um, you can see that there are some people on horseback. Oh. And this is going partly back the direction that you came. And it just looks like they're it looks like they're up there on the ridge. Uh, and they are on horseback, and you can't tell. I mean, they're so small from you know two miles away, but you can definitely see them up there. Are they within shouting distance from? No, two miles. So, and you do know that on that on that ridge and farther in, that's the Indian reservation, um, the Native American res reservation. Hmm. So I, I turn back to everybody and I say, we have, there's some company out there and I wouldn't be surprised if it's the natives. Here's some uh, binoculars, check them out. Take a look, closer look. All right. The binoculars, you can see that there are three men, each on horseback. And although you can't really see their facial expressions, uh, you can tell that they are Native Americans. Uh, their complexion is, is darker than, than a Caucasian. And they do seem to be staring in your direction. They would have definitely seen the car go by, maybe even heard it uh, from up on the ridge. Well, and I'm, I'm holding the binoculars and look at them like, we definitely have company, and they know that we are here. Well, they're probably just curious about what's going on. We should uh, we should continue on then. I think. Yeah, leave them be. Just wondering who who we are. They've probably seen Baker's team, and then now we've seen another team, so they're probably just a bit 
puzzle to what's going on, maybe. Based on what we learned about where the tribal lands are and Baker's hand-drawn map, they shouldn't overlap, right? That collar, right? Because the native lands start on the other ridge or some right. such. So we shouldn't be trespassing. That's the only reason I think they'd be. Angry. Yeah, I don't think there's a matter of trespass. I think it's just a matter of things are happening near their territory, you know, and they're just probably curious about the neighbors. So, that's fine. We should just move on. Keep going. And, and as you're looking around, Marcus, you realize that there is an old riverbed, dry riverbed, uh, that's running off uh, toward, I'd say, to the northwest. Um, so, it's leading away from the ridge, but it's also probably the only solid direction you could go. Uh, it does look on the map like like the trail leads away from the ridge at that point. So it's a dry creek bed. It's a, it's a dry river. Uh, you uh, if uh, whoever has geology takes a look at it, they'll realize that it's an ancient river bed, which makes sense for the direction that they would have gone. And I just made it. And something made these cliffs, and shale is usually silt along waterways, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, and yeah, there are probably fewer trees or none. Young Matthews, uh, did you uh, follow them out this far? Uh, no, no, sir. Can we send Matthew home from here, or has he gone too far from home? Um, well, that's a long walk. No, we shouldn't send him home because we're kind of his responsibility, right? Yeah, well, his he's responsibility. Safest. He'll be safest with us. Yeah. We can take him back once we get to Dr. All right. Once we have three vehicles, somebody should run him home. Yes. Yeah. All right. He's safe. Matthew, home. have you uh, have you seen the Indians uh, on their horses up on the ridge before? Oh, they're they're up there sometimes. Yeah, they sometimes come into town. One of uh, one of the sheriff uh, sheriff works with one of them. One of okay. them is a deputy. That's. Uh, you would know. Everybody knows everybody. Uh, that's uh, uh, Kanji Crow Smith, who's the deputy. Well, um, there's not much it, left does here, it look, right? Yeah, does it look safe for us to take the truck and keep following? Or Yeah, it's going to be rough at this point because the that the river bed is kind of shaped like this. Okay. Uh, it's a lot yeah. of loose, bumpy. Ground. I'll, uh, I'll do what I can to be as gentle as possible driving the truck and keep following on and to, is this, is on to site a, three. A wooded meadow or uh It's getting denser as you're going. And from where you are, you're still high up uh, a ways because um, you're near the ridge. But as you look sort of down into the valley that you're going into, you can see an area way off that's very wooded. No, that and must very, be the hollow on his map. That must be the, the hollow that he's talking about. And it, at, at, uh, except for finding the peck that was dropped, was there any other like obvious dig site? Was there Oh, there was definitely places where they had been digging. Yes. You, you right. Did okay. So there were some, there were some, uh, but no obvious, no flags, no artifacts, just like no signs of people. They obviously moving picked soil. everything up, up, up and moved. Right. 
Right. But what we see is them digging along this uh, dried riverbed. Well, you saw them at the beginning where you were at site two. But you're pretty, you, and you probably see some, some slight evidence of them driving along the riverbed, damaged, you know, things. Okay. I, Byron, I would rather uh, jog alongside the truck or walk past it than bounce around in the back of this. Do you want to come in and walk with me? Yeah, honestly, I, it's probably, I feel a bit, I'd feel a bit safer walking, so. Yeah, I'm going to get out of the truck, too. I don't know if we like. Okay. So the lighter it is, the easier going it'll be, too. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Well, if the, um, if you go by the map, um, site three is going to be about five miles from here. Oh, so we'll only walk for a bit, I guess. Might walk for a bit, yeah. Walk for a bit, jump back in the back, and then maybe walk for a little bit. No. All right. Um, all right. So we'll say that you're walking. Say you walk for about an hour and the truck's moving rather slowly. Um, have you all do spot hiddens, the, the ones who are walking? I did not make mine. Damn it. 37 is just under my 40. I got a 10. You got a 10. 78. Well, Byron, once again, sort of looking around, uh, something catches your eye. And uh, you look over. This is the riverbed that you're walking along. And you notice uh, a, a, a dark uh, rock. Um, about the size of your fist, and you realize that it's another copper light. Hmm. Um, this one does not seem to have um, any markings on it, but it's definitely of the same material. Wait, let, uh, let me take a picture of it inside you before you before you move it. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Okay. It's, it's once again it's misshapen. Yeah, well, I will attempt to get it. I'll pick it up. Easy. Yeah, you just pick it up. So that's an ancient poop. <laughs> Older than the Yeah, hills. basically. I'll be. Yeah, and as you hold than... it in your hand, you feel that it has that same odd coldness to it. It's still, and this still was lying there in the sun. Still really and it's cold. dark in color, too. You'd yeah. think it'd warm up. Although, honestly, I'd rather pick up a fossilized poop that was cold than one that was warm. Uh, we should put it somewhere safe. Feel it? Is it really? Yeah, that is. It's yeah, like... It's cold. Well, and it's... it's uh, Marcus, do an idea roll. Reminds me of being in a cave. We have caves, you know, not far from yeah, Cincinnati. 59 is... Oh, the narrowest success. Okay. It's... It's different than what you'd expect. If you pick up a piece of ice, it's cold. In this case, when he hands you the rock, the rock feels like rock, and the longer you hold it, the colder it gets. It's actually getting to where it finally becomes, it takes a while, but it becomes uncomfortable and you have to transfer it to your other hand. Yeah, we should put it in a, a sack or something. It's and there's other dark... Effect. There are other dark rocks around here. There are. And yeah. they're sun warmed on the top and they're cool on the bottom. Mm -hmm. 
and it's parent. That's the well, damnedest thing. Well, uh, I, I, one of the profs will want to see it. And well, maybe if, we, if we put it in the back for now, somewhere safe, and then uh, we can examine it more later. Yeah, let's. We'll take a look at it later. Let's uh, let's get to site three, and then uh, we can uh, take a quick moment to take a look at that. Right. We've been walking for another hour, so maybe we should get in the back as well for yeah. a bit. Yep. Just to rest our legs. So everyone climb aboard and I'll, I'll take us uh, the rest of the way to site three. All right. Um, you get to site three uh, without much trouble. Uh, it becomes kind of obvious what you're looking for. Um, now site three is uh, just a couple miles from where the hollow is. You can see the hollow sort of looms up in the distance, um, but it's still lower down because you're going down into a, a, a hollow, a hollow. Um, uh, you can see more evidence that they've been here, places where they've dug uh, and so forth. Um, you also find that you're getting a little peckish by this point. Um, not surprisingly though, when you check your snacks, they're going bad. And you know they weren't bad when you left. This is the damnedest thing. What the hell? Um, I want to search through the food until I can find something that's editable to give to uh, to Matthew. Okay. Get him once I if we can get him fed first, then I'll worry about feeding myself. All right. Um, do you guys stop at least at site three for any yeah. length of time? Yeah, that's my plan: is to stop the truck. We can eat. Uh, Maybe uh, Professor Hall and I can take a look at that uh, new uh, 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 copper light and, you know. Okay. We I can figure out what food to throw out. Wait, uh, we're not, we're not that far away from the doctor. I'm sorry, what was that, that Dr. Hall? Yeah, we're not that far from Dr. Baker's team. Uh, I, I, I'm of the urgency to find out what's going with him. I mean... We've got these two young students that have been uh, walking along beside the truck. Surely there were students out there on the dig that could have walked back into town. Something is going on. Uh, the, the thing is, uh, uh, right, does food started spoiling here as far as we're aware. I, I just want to have a quick look around the area, see if I can see anything out of the ordinary, anything like that. All right. We'll be like, what, half an hour, an hour? It gives us enough time to get ourselves. Also, Professor Hall, um, we only know uh, that he'd gotten to the fourth spot when he left the map in his room, but he could be onto the sixth or seventh or eighth spot. Yeah, they could be he anywhere. hasn't been back to report, so we can't say it's only twenty minutes or an hour. We can just take care of ourselves and then go look for them. Yeah, and if the food's going this fast, did uh, I wonder if there's any honey that we brought? No, it's pity. Honey don't spoil. All right, oh. so you're looking around for at least a few minutes before you move on. Um, and I want to check out the new uh, uh, copper light. Okay. Um, well, let's do that. You're looking around. You're, uh, 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 Byron, you're looking around. Go ahead and do a spot hidden, but we'll do uh, Dr. Uh, Cooper Smith. Um, right, so this, this uh, second copper light is roughly the same size. Um, similar in shape 
but there's no carvings all over it. Um, and it has the similar properties of being cold. It's almost, you almost get the in, impression that it somehow is generating a cold because it's, so it I, it's not instant. It comes on slowly. So, so I go to, uh, I go to Dr. Coopersmith and I say like, Hey, let's take a look at the other one. I presume we have the other one. I want to mm -hmm. hold them next to each other okay, and see if that does anything. Like I want to see, like put them close together. All right. Um, as I say, they're similar in shape. Uh, biologically, you'd guess that they probably came from the same kind of animal. Um, I want to I want to take the uh, the little uh, uh, geological pick, the little okay. hammer that we found, and uh, take the new uh, copper light that we found okay. that does not have markings on it, and I want to start chipping at it, see if I can crack it in half. Mr. Okay. Cooper, Mr. Cooper, before you make those actions, remember this is Mr. Phillips' find, so get his permission first. Uh, Phil Byron, do you care about the uh, fossilized no, poop? I don't. I don't okay. Yeah, go ahead. Right. I, I was going to suggest the same, but uh, yes. Tap 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 Byron tap, found tap. It first. All right. Um, you you start tapping at it, and you realize that it's it's pretty hard. You're uh, you you find yourself looking surprised at the others, and you're hitting it harder and harder, and finally, um, you hit it hard. And it, it fractures into three or four smaller pieces. Okay. But it, it took a good, it's a good hard rock. All right. Yeah. So now uh, uh, I want to, uh, I, I would assume I have my own, but if not, I want to borrow uh, Phillips uh, field microscope okay. and, uh, and start examining. Well, as you are bringing a piece up and you're about to put the thing, you're looking at the interior and there are some odd, lustrous sort of formations in it. Um, at first, you know, you'd think it's it's the bone of some animal that was it was eaten, but these are particularly um, smooth and lustrous, uh, fractured right where some of these are, uh, and you think that maybe with like a pick or something, you might be able to pry them out and see what they are. Yeah, better. We've got that. We've got that pick. I want to try and wedge one out. All right. Uh, so do a luck roll to see if you manage to. Oh my! Them. My luck is rubbish. Uh, I got forty-one. <laughs> by the way, I'm for, uh, on my spot okay. hidden, but I'd spend one luck to succeed it. I rolled an Uno. Uno. I rolled so, a one. You're, 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 you've, you've positioned yourself. Some people, the others are, are kind of watching what you're doing and you're picking at this. And all of a sudden, this lustrous thing pops out. And it, it comes over you in kind of a wave, but it's a human tooth. Sanity rules for everybody. <sighs> <laughs> That, that was unsurprising. I failed horribly. Success. Um, if you succeeded, you're still Success. horribly shocked. 
Um, if you failed, take a couple of points down. Now, Professor, this is a poop that's so old that it's turned to rock. And but there's but that's a human tooth inside. Like the tooth fairy was a dinosaur. I mean that's not there's no there aren't any fossilized humans, right? Right. Humans, man and dinosaur did not coexist. They were separated by millions of years. Mr. Rathmore, can you tell how old this tooth is? Uh let me let me take a look into it. Can I take a look? I think that's a little harder to determine without um, some sort of like microscopic, I don't know, t teeth are kind of different than... Maybe you could, there's, I heard that uh, archaeologists will use a taste test. Maybe you should lick it and see how oh, it yeah. is. Lick the poop. <laughs> <laughs> or the tooth. Or the um, tooth. Well, there's evidence that there are more of them in that piece of poop. Uh. Um, but um, I would say that based on the wear and it, it couldn't be that old. Wait, I want to look at it from a standpoint of, I want to look at the tooth. How okay. old is this tooth? Does it look pretty fresh? Is it pretty like? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. It couldn't be, it couldn't be more than a few hundred years old at the most. It's, it's really hard to tell because it looks so teeth look really good even after a thousand years the math does not make sense what this is hell? bizarre i'm i'm not confused right now <laughs> doctors cooper smith at hall is there how many ways are there to turn something into stone there must Time. be different ways right like sometimes if it's in the water or sometimes if it's in a cave or sometimes if it's in a bog aren't there different yeah but it's still it's still it's still time <laughs> and pressure right and what replace right oh right because you have to right you have a cavity that gets filled and this the, is not yep. it's not mineralized it's the tooth it's a tooth the tooth is from a different time well, if the if the well, there must have been some ancient itself, creature that had tooth that looked like a human tooth. Again, if if the bone that Mr. Phillips found in the first copper light was only a couple of hundred years old, then that's suggesting there's a dinosaur out there that's only a couple of hundred years old. Again, with the time of man, so it makes sense that if such a thing is possible to be roaming the land, eating humans is not unthinkable. But even if it did, it couldn't, the poop couldn't turn into stone. Correct. I, I agree. So, Not in a short period like yeah, this. Yeah, this is, this is a weird, this is an unexplainable box where something newer is inside something that's far older. That's, it's very strange. Well, not to mention the fact that you've got copper light that's turning cold in our hands. So, this is not right. normal copper light. We didn't so, see any evidence for that uh, once we cracked it open, right? I'm sorry, say that again. Uh, did we discover any evidence or source for the unnatural cold? No. 
once it's been cracked open. But the pieces remain the same. They remain cold. Uh, what did I see okay. with my spot hidden? Because I did succeed. You succeeded. You find another one. Another okay. copper light. Oh, God. And this one is partly decorated. It has that odd symbol uh, on the side of it. But uh, not the maze. But not the, not the full complete. Uh, Dr. Coopersmith? It I'm also looks... One. It also looks, when you find it, like it had recently uh, clashed up against another rock nearby. Like somebody had thrown the rock. Um, someone had, it looks like someone maybe got a bit angry or something through it. I don't know. On the, on the, the rock. It's a bit scuffed. Um, honestly, Are you sure you're this? not a paleontologist? You seem to be finding a lot of fossils. Uh, on it, it helps not to be in the truck. Yeah, I've got I've got young eyes. I can I can see. Anyway, um, take it take it off, man. I'm still a bit shook about that teeth thing. Honestly, yeah. Let's store everything back in the truck. And it's, uh, it's got to be some other animal tooth. I mean, there have to that's be. That's the only. Like, that's the only explanation. There were hyenas, and I don't know. It's probably from a bear. Who knows? From bear. The first um, chance we get, uh, Doctor. Let's let's drop the formalities. Harold, the first opportunity you get, if you can indeed uh, confirm uh, what species, if we think this is a human bone, if you can verify it when we get to hopefully Doctor Baker's site, this is strange. Yeah, and I also think that we need to kind of like we have to proceed with caution. You know, for, if there's many of these here, um, I'm I'm presuming now I've got a I got a I got a bad feeling or I got a sick feeling in my gut that Dr. Baker and his team has run into trouble. We're seeing a lot of this stuff. You know, we have you know I don't. There's no signs of them, right? We're getting more of this copper light. Let's proceed a little bit further and let's see what we can actually find out. But let's actually be on our guard a little bit here. What percentage of our food is spoiled? Um, probably or, how, 50, or how 50%. hard is it to cobble together a quick meal for Matthew and the rest of us? Um, it's going to be dry, whatever it is that you pull together. Um, the peanut butter go bad? I'm not sure they would have peanut butter. but uh, I asked Ma for peanut butter last oh, okay. week. And she has peanut butter. Um, <laughs> it was from the 18th pretty, century. Peanut butter is pretty damn stable. Um, you keep smelling the peanut butter, and you're not sure, but you're hungry. Smells okay. So we're basically eating hardtack. Yeah. And stuff. So and even that, you're not sure whether the flavor is gone a little bit. Just uh, now, you're you're kind of paranoid about it. So even with a fire, it's going to take us a little while to couple together a meal. And then we're going to want to rush on. Right. I, I, I think, think that's the general feeling. A, I think we can do without a meal. Let's, I, I think we need to press on and find the other team. Well, we got a young kid here. We need to give him something. He's been snacking out of the, the snack bag, and uh, James has found the good stuff for him. So we, there's more see. urgency. We, we need to press on. 
Yeah, but we don't even know how far they got. Surely we can spare like half an hour. Farther than this, farther than this. Let's get to what we think is the site floor, and then if we don't find it from there, we can break for for the meal. Okay. So right, let's this, push on. At this point, um, you realize that you're kind of flying blind. You know that they were going to head uh, into the hollow, and um, you can see that now the hollow is maybe half a mile ahead of you. And there seems to be some sort of natural areas where it looks like if I was going to go in, that's where I would go in. Okay. And as you're driving, suddenly from the side, uh, out from behind some trees, uh, come three horses with riders on the back. And uh, they're obviously trying to get your attention. And they, they stop their, their horses. Uh, I stopped the truck. All right. What the hell? And they're they're Native Americans. And they're coming from the hollow? No, no. They were coming from they, they were coming from probably the ridge and they headed okay. you off. Okay. Yep. So I'll stop the vehicle and get out and greet them. Okay. I they don't get off their horses. They stay on their horses. So I have an idea. Uh, I go quickly to whoever has the, the intact um, copper light with the actual marking. And I want to go up to one of the Native Americans with it. All right. Uh, these men are old. They're, they look like they're, you know, probably in their 60s. Okay. So I want to go up to one of them, one of the older gentlemen, and say, how, you know, greet, and say, we're here, and we're looking for um, uh, Dr. Baker. Uh, are you aware of the expedition that's been out here? you know, try to kind of converse initially. And they, they sit there and they stare at you for a few moments. And uh, the one who looks like uh, he's possibly the, the youngest one, they're still all old, uh, he, says, uh, he says, we tell your friends not to go into Shichahalo. Don't Shichahala. go into Shichahalo. What what is in Shichahalo? Shichahalo is bad. But we Ooh. think our friends are in there. We need to. We're looking for them, and if they need help, we want to help them, and bring them home. Are they speaking in basically broken English? Because much, yeah. uh, Harold yeah. had spoken to them in Crete, is what I heard. Right, they're uh, they're it's broken English. Okay. Um, they Did you see them go into the hollow? We tell them not to go. But did you see them go inside? We do not go into Shicha Hollow. But do you should not go into Shicha Hollow. And they turn their horses and start to ride away. They don't seem to want to converse very much with you. What's in there? Eldon, it's not that hard. Hmm. Hmm. I, I, uh, I, I do want to ask them before they kind of turn. I have the copper light in my hand. I wanted to show that to them and say... Well, they'll say you held it up and you were, you were showing it. They didn't even seem to pay any attention. Interesting. Okay. Um, 
Hmm. Well, why don't we? We'll just we'll drive <laughs> slowly and and keep our eyes open for for animals. Okay. Well, my suggestion is at this at this point, let's everybody get back into the truck. If we're gonna go into Shisha Hollow, let's go. In, let everyone get in the truck. Nobody's walking at this point. Um, we stay in and we actually stay very on our very much on our guard. If if that's what we're deciding to go in. Sure. All right. I'm, so I'm gonna get all they did was intrigued me more than anything else. So I'm gonna. Should... Yeah, I'm gonna pull out my revolver in the back and I'm gonna sit back there. Whoa, the whoa, whoa, whoa. Put that away, Professor Rathmore, please. No, 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 no. This is for, for protection. Don't worry. I've got, so, I've got our own card back here. And, and uh, Professor, even as you feel like we're safer on the vehicle, I feel like I'm safer on foot. Yeah, I'm, be my I'm, guest. No, I'm, I'm stick with you, Marcus. If we're on, I uh, don't trust. I mean, going into these woods, you know, there could be, it could be as simple as a sharp rock and a, and a shallow pool. So, gentlemen, Dr. Baker's team had two vehicles. Do we see a gap in the tree line that the trucks could have gone? Is is there? Well, they wouldn't have to drive side by side. They could drive no, side. but that's what I'm saying. They would have. Yeah, you've headed kind of towards where you think that that would be the logical place. Yeah, so I'll, I'll go in the same direction where I think a vehicle would enter in, and uh, but I'm just I'm going to drive slow. Um, so right. I'm not looking for, for making up any speed, just careful, careful, slow rolling. Well, um, as I'm, you side mirror to watch for the Indians and see what they're doing. All right. Well, I'm going to tell the two students here. I mean, like, if you want to walk on foot and something goes awry, you better quickly get back into this truck. I'm just telling you right now. I'm, I don't know how much experience you have out in the woods or out in these kind of things, but things can go pretty south pretty quickly. We're walking because I'd rather be walking where there's not a gun on the back of a truck than we're sending a back of a truck with someone holding a gun. Honestly. Uh, I didn't have any trouble with your revolver, Professor Rathmore, but I just feel like um, I've got a lot more flexibility on foot. I mean, I'm not going to go into any swamp or anything, and if I see a snake, you can bet I'll be back in the truck before you know it. But... but uh, you know, I can I can turn left whenever I want, and the truck will just get stuck against a tree. Okay, Marcus got a point. So, all right, let's just keep going. Yeah. All right. So, as you approach the edge of Shicha Hollow, um, uh, the road itself, well, the, the the area that you're on, you're on kind of a a bank, an embankment. And it drops down uh, maybe three feet, uh, not, not too sharply. You can still manage it, but it's, it's pretty close. You can hear the bottom of your car sort of scraping a little bit, and, your truck. Um, and you can see that the hollow itself is, is literally that. It's, it's a place in the land that's, that's deeper. It's very lush, lots of trees, lots of scrub bushes. Uh, you can definitely see some evidence where some smaller bushes have been crushed down, which means probably the trucks went this way. But now the ground is becoming like this as you go. There are rocks, there are rivulets of water, there are uh, uh, trees. You're, you're not going in a straight line anymore. You're having to kind of wend your way into it. Um, and once you are in 
maybe 150 feet, you can't really see back out again. I mean, you can, you know, but you can't, you, you're, you're deep in. Um, but there doesn't seem to be much more of a way to go than the way you're going. Uh, do a drive roll, whoever, whoever is driving. I am driving. And I have pretty good drive. Uh, I will spend the eight luck points to make that a standard success. Okay. So there's a moment when your wheel sort of gets stuck between two rocks, but you manage to get the car to push itself up and over and and continue on the way. And you know, Byron, we're going to be prying this truck out of our stream any minute with an old yeah. log. Yeah, definitely. But... All right. Man. And uh, as you eventually, uh, you've gotten in pretty deep, that the, 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 the light level has dropped. Uh, the, the trees are fairly dense. Most of the, the leaves are in the, the stages of, of changing color. So there's uh, uh, some green, but there's a lot of red and orange and yellow. It's actually quite beautiful where you are. The trees are all twisted and uh and gnarly which makes traveling a little more difficult but you break out into a clearing and this time you can definitely see more than just simple evidence that this was site four because there are two cars uh two vehicles two trucks parked uh to one side of this clearing um, uh, there is evidence that there was a, uh, campfire and possibly some areas, well, you can't really see it. You have to stop and get out of the... Yeah. Uh, I'll pull the truck up. So, and park it near the other two and, uh, we all start getting out. All right. Dr. Uh, Baker. Dr. And this Dr. is a little Baker. meadow. This is just sort of clearing. It's, it's a little bit of a clearing. Yeah. And there's no, is there running water right here? Uh, there is nothing directly here, but there is still parts of that, um, that old riverbed and, and evidence that looks like they were digging here. Actually, it looks like their diggings here were a little more extensive than they were at the previous sites. Yeah, let's try that horn. I'm laying on the horn. Okay. Uh, you horn, two or three honk, honk, horn honks, nothing. I, I want to get out of the back of this truck and I want to get in and I want to start looking at in, inside the other trucks, at least one first. Okay, and I'm going to go over to the tents and campsites. I just want to search the area. Well, the tents and campsites, there, there are no tents, um, but there's definitely some spots where you can tell that the tents were, mm. where they sort of cleared the rocks from the ground and sort of smoothed it out. Um, However, you do find um, a few pieces of equipment uh, that are a little bit on the heavy side. Um, uh, and you do find a couple of tents in the back of one of the trucks uh, that are folded up. Um, but they're, they're big tents, so they're, they're heavy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, they're multi-person canvas tents with wooden struts and all right. that sort of business. You look inside the cabs of the, the trucks 
and they seem fine. They seem like they're clean. Uh, the uh, it 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 almost seems like they've been abandoned. Right. Huh. I want to I want to check uh, the dig sites. I want to extensively examine those dig sites. Yeah, that's kind All of right. what I was planning on doing with searching around. All right. Um, it looks like uh, that they may have had some success. There's definitely some places where they've excavated and they've done a fairly decent job of doing it. Um, they've marked it out uh, probably so that they could uh, replicate it on paper, you know, like a grid pattern, um, what they were doing. And you don't know whether they were successful or not uh, in finding stuff, but with the, 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 the amount of digging, it seems like they found something. I'm going to, uh, I, I wasn't there yet, so I want to go to the trucks that these guys have left. Okay. And I want to search the glove box and the visor to see if anybody left a note. They, they, okay. they knew that we were supposed to be coming. They would have, should have left something to tell us that they were forging on someplace else. All right. Do a luck roll. Uh, regular. Okay. I could uh, make it hard if need be. No. Um, but... Uh, you pretty much go through everything you can think of, including under the seats. You don't find any note. I'd like to look uh, at the farther edge of the meadow for indications of somebody pressing onward. Boot prints or a further... Right. Do, a, do a spot hidden for me. Uh, I, I'll spend three for sure. Okay. To make that a success. All so right, gonna... you're you're looking around, and what you find is heading um, heading northwest, uh, more like northwest or, or west northwest. Um, you can find a place at the edge of the clearing where it's obviously the cars have pressed in there. Um, the bushes are, are knocked down. There's rocks that have been rolled out of the way. Uh, but maybe 15 feet in, uh, there was just no way for the cars to continue. Uh, then there's evidence that probably they were backed out and put where they were. And um, they obviously wanted to go in that direction, but they don't... Yeah. Uh, is that is that consistent with the stream bed? No, not necessarily. Okay. Um, the stream bed runs kind of uh, perpendicular uh, to the direction they seem to be wanting to go. Um, All right, I'm going to go back to Cooper Smith Hall and Rathmore and say I think I know which direction they were trying to head. That the trucks couldn't go any further. Um, I think at least a couple of us should head that way. I want to turn to the boy, Matthew, and at this point ask him, does this look any familiar? Did you ever come out this far? I've never been out here, no, sir. And you know what, folks? I got, I'm going to have to go to school tomorrow. Well, um, 
Maybe maybe one of us should take him back into yeah, town. I can drive him back, and then I know where this is, so I can drive right back. All right. So I would say at least two of you should go, just to make uh, it easier to I come agree. back. I, I, Marcus, I, you did make the suggestions of uh, your desire to eat. So because the baker's team's not here, uh, we can go ahead and pull out the food, at least give Matthew one good meal before we uh, – Call him back to town. Well, that like proves said, to be two. that proves to be harder than you think because the food's more spoiled now than it was. Before. He's going to have a better meal in town than he is with us, I think. Uh, <laughs> he'll have a better meal in hell. Doctor Cooper Smith, I think we should get him back. I can go with you if you want as well. Yeah, jump in. Let's uh, let's take him back. So then, I tell I tell Doctor Cooper Smith like you know. Do you want to take your car, or we got these other two cars here? What do you think? I, I'm I'm presuming that these cars are in pretty are better better condition. Is there a uh, way we can look at the cars? Sure, I'm checking that. Yeah, good idea, Harold. No, nobody takes their keys out of their car in the country. <laughs> <laughs> so we we do we take a quick quick can we take a quick once over on on all the cars and figure out which one you know if they're which one's the best one to it's in the best running condition. Mm -hmm. to, uh, there's no need to do a roll. Um, you have the keys in both cars. When you try to turn them over, nothing happens. They right, don't even well, click. And we use my vehicle. Uh, all right, so I jump in. Well, well wait, yeah, shouldn't we try to just the battery? battery? Yeah, exactly. Let's, yeah, let's take mean, a look at this real quick. I'll, I'll have a quick look at them. You've got mechanics, right, yeah. Byron? Yeah. Why don't you take a look at the engines? Mechanical repair, yeah. Yeah, I've got a smidge too. I mean, we don't want to be three cars with people in one car. All right. So Marcus and Byron, uh, you lift the hoods and you start to look underneath. Uh, Doctor Cooper Smith, Doctor Rathmore, and Doctor Hall do spot hidden rolls. Yes, 39. Standard. Six, standard success. Okay. Uh, the two of you are standing in different spots, but nearby. Um, and as you're standing there, uh, you notice something. Um, it doesn't look like a stick um, in, in amongst the bushes. And we'll just say almost simultaneously as uh, the two boys look under the hood, uh, you reach down and come up with a handful of wires. Um, and uh, the boys realize that the electrical and all of that has been ripped out of the car. What the fuck? Not like it's been dismantled. It's been ripped out. Sabotage? What the fuck? Yeah, well, this is... So much, um, so much for your peaceful Indians. Or something. We don't... Well, let's not jump to any conclusions, oh. but I will say, but I will say this much: this is starting to get more dangerous. Let's get this boy. Let's get Matthew back into town. Yep. So yeah. Byron and I will will drive yeah. him back. You free stay here because you can set up something. As long as you stick together, you should be all right. As long as you stay. So let's right. so let's figure out, uh, barring the stops that we made, how long did it take us to get here, so we can estimate your time of return there, back and uh, a few minutes to uh, turn Matthew back over to his parents. 
I'm going to say that it's going to take them just about an hour to get back uh, and uh, to get there and then him come back uh, because he knows where he's going now. And you right. guys were so driving slow. You're saying 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back, hour right. round trip, we're or is it four, hour? We're only, we're only talking 14 miles. Okay. So, right. so all right. And then okay. uh, you, you guys have got a Big Ten, but you probably won't even need to put it up if we're only going to be about an hour. So. Well, the Big right, Ten's in, in the truck. Yeah, the other yeah. trucks. Oh, yeah. I do tell. I, I do mention something to Dr. Cooper's uh, Cooper's uh, and who and Byron. If you're both going, if you're going back, um, we're going to be here. We're going to just kind of take a look at the area. Please bring back some food. Yeah, I'm a. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, I think maybe canned goods might be safer. Uh, whatever is contaminating stuff probably can't get through steel. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look into some. And, and, you know, sugar candy is pretty safe. Uh, and it'll keep you alive. Uh, would we be able, would we be able to, sorry, um, would we also be able to see what, you know, the wires are ripped out? Is there any possibility of actually replacing that? Not unless you knew how to build, build an engine. Okay. It's pretty The wires severe. are, they're not just removed. They're it, torn It looks up. like somebody grabbed a hold of the wires and yanked them out and then threw them everywhere. Um, yeah, it's a good thing we got one working truck. Uh, I wonder, Professor Rathmore, if you shouldn't go since you're armed in case Honestly. it was hostile activity. No, no, no. he, yeah. he, he should, should stay, stay with you to protect the camp. Yeah, yes. all right, so we're, we're gonna, gonna be mobile. All right, so you're gonna take Matthew home, bring us back some food in a bit. What should, should we put up a tent first, start a fire first, or go looking for um, the rest of the team first? Let's should... stay here and wait for their return. Just wait, make a so... fire and maybe rest. Yeah. Let's not make a fire because that might draw attention depending on what's going on. We don't know what's just happening here. But let's right. just hold We've been let's just hold for it. Noise, so. Well, the temperature will drop tonight. I mean, it'll drop to an uncomfortable level, but not a deadly level. What All time right. it is right now? I'm sorry, what time is what it? What time? Yeah. We'll say it's about one o'clock. Okay. So, right, so we first. hurry. We hurry yeah, with, we uh, with uh, Matthew so we can get back. Thanks, Matthew. Um, Tell Mama yeah. Penman to give us some, some biscuits or something. All right. So we haul um, ass. All right. So your your trip there and back takes about an hour. Um, it's uneventful, and uh, Ma gives you some canned goods uh, that you can open some chili, uh, whatever you know that sort of stuff. Beans, uh, bring yeah, back, and a can opener. Yeah. Um, so you've gone. You're on your you're on your way back at this point. The other three, what are you doing in the camp? There's, well, more, there's more evidence in the cars that they've been damaged. Um, uh, but do, a, do an intelligence roll. Who? All of us? Uh, the people who are looking at the car. Yeah, I made I it by two points. I'm off to the uh, dig site looking okay. to see yeah. the Pete Baker's interest to forge in, into the hollow. So. I'm not in the truck. 
right. I'm in the truck and I made my roll. So Marcus and and Harold, you're you're looking at the truck and you're you're realizing that these the, the wires have been ripped out and all that. There's other damage too. Things have been damaged inside there. There's sticks that have been it's like they had tried to jam the stick in there and maybe bend things, um, which really resulted more in the stick just getting broken off and and stuck in there. Wait, so you're saying there's snapped off wooden sticks in the engine? Yeah, you find that in okay. there too. What, what, you, what starts to slowly dawn on you is that somebody, it looks like somebody was definitely trying to sabotage the trucks, but they didn't have a clue of what they were doing. Mm -hmm. The wires would have been the obvious thing just to grab and yank out, but the it looks sticks, like they tried to hit some things. Are the sticks green or dry? They're dry. Do they have, uh, or how, what are their ends like? They're just sticks, like somebody picked just them up. Broken off, off the pieces yeah. of right. Um, are there any? Is there anything like a blood stain anywhere? No. Uh, that a human being looked like that might have been injured. Okay. No. Um, yeah, it's like sabotage by savages. And where is everybody? I mean, it's a fairly large complement of human beings to leave their vehicles and walk off into the woods. Um, I'd like to I'd like to organize things around uh, shelter and safety, and then exploration. So we we put up a tent, we set up a fire to light when it gets dark, and then we head off into the woods. Those are We're my going until they return. Well, you might not be, uh, uh, Professor. I you'll I apologize. I'm responsible, but... I'm responsible for you. Uh, along with the rest of the team. So we will wait for the return of the others before we start building up. Well, well I, I'm also, a... I was just going to say, I do, I want to remind you that th these are kind of woods you could easily get lost in because a hundred feet away and you might get not remember which way. Yeah. Even I would say that like, you know, at this point it's better to travel in numbers than to go off at this point because, you know, we just don't know. At the end of the day, I've done I've done many of these kind of digs before, and there's trouble. And when you're when you don't know your ter terrain, and we don't know this terrain, uh, it's better to be safe than sorry. Yeah. So I, I'm like I said, I'm gonna in, uh, investigate the uh, dig area, uh, Marcus. Uh, Wait, you're gonna investigate? Help us put up a tent, so we have some place to stay tonight, because we're stranded uh, out here. Again, you were you were spending times over in the truck. I'm just using the same amount of time over at the dig site. So by the time this conversation is going on, I've already accomplished that look. All right, and then then we'll get together. Um, Doctor Hall, do a spot hidden roll. A uh, hard. All right. So as you are, you're kind of in their, their dig where they were working and uh, you can see that there's, there's a couple of areas where they, they, they were digging things in the same spots. So they may have found something and then they were looking for collateral bones nearby. Um, and as you are looking around in here, you realize that they missed one, that there's, uh, that there's uh, uh, the surface of bone 
protruding from one of the sides of their dig. And with very little effort, um, you manage to break loose the, the loose soil and so forth. And you pull out what looks like, um, uh, well, it looks like an arm bone. Uh, that would be your best guess. Not very large, but uh, comparable to something like you would find in your forearm, but not human. It's definitely some sort of a, a dinosaur, but also it's not fossilized. It looks like something that might be, um, let's see if it's, well, you could do a paleontology role, but I think that you would probably immediately know that it, uh, it looks like something that you would call a coli, uh, 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 coeliosaurus, um, a particular kind of uh, armored uh, dinosaur. Okay. Um, I, I'm not going to spend much time on this. Uh, all I was initially doing was just that superficial look to see what they've exposed. And then from there, uh, as long as the guys are still uh, in the truck, uh, then I will continue looking. And that's probably when I pulled out this particular uh, bone. Uh, but now that I found it, um, I will... Uh, mentioned it to the others as they're probably now coming out of the truck. Right. Okay. Um, now at this point, only about 20 minutes have gone by since uh, Dr. Cooper Smith left. Okay. Because you're looking at the truck, they've drove, driven off, you're looking at the truck, you've looked at the bones. Um, uh, the three of you do spot hidden rolls. I don't know who gets the highest roll. The highest or localized? Yeah. Well, the, the best. We'll say the best roll. The lowest roll. I got a seven. So That's that is good. extreme. And I failed by eight points. Okay. So a hard. All right. So, Dr. Rathmore, um, you're in the cab. You're, you're climbing out. Um, and over the other two shoulders, sort of off in the woods, uh, you can see there's somebody coming in your direction. And uh, the first thing you think is American Indian, but very quickly you dismiss that. Uh, it's, it's a woman. Uh, she looks like she's maybe in her 40s. Uh, she has her hair in braids. And she's a white woman, Caucasian. And she's dressed in, you know, sort of like people would wear in the, in the mountains, like uh, plaid and, and so forth, and blue jeans. And uh, she sees you, and, and she's like, Ho, folks. How you doing? And she's walking out of the, out of the woods. Okay. So I quickly grab everyone's attention uh, behind me or around me. And I point out in front. Hello. Howdy. I uh, heard you honking your horn. Are you all okay? Uh, yeah, we're okay. Uh, who are you? Oh, you can call me Jane. Jane, what are you doing out here? Where did you come from? Oh, I live here. I live out here. 
lived out here for years and years. She says, uh, where's your friends? That's exactly what we are actually were wondering. Do you happen to know when the last time, have you seen them recently? Well, I saw them a while back. Um, I, I, was, uh, I was over yonder collecting mushrooms for the stew. And uh, uh, I wandered on over here to see who these uh, here people were. Uh, it was apparently uh, my bone collectors, scientists from a big old school up, uh, not really sure where. I think they said Cincinnati. That's, that's right. That's exactly right. So Dr. Um, uh, Dr. Baker, he called himself, was one of them. Yeah, there was a Baker. Uh, and, and so you saw them, what, a week ago? Friendly enough. Yeah, they was nice. Uh, showed me around. Somebody uh, seems to have wrecked their trucks, and uh, we came out to look for them, and they're missing. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried about them, because it's been a, been a little while. Well, when I was here, they was uh, they was digging for bones, you know, yeah. And uh, don't know quite what the use of bones is for, except that you know sometimes you put them in soup to make them taste better. Uh, but they said these was really old bones, uh, and uh, can't see no use for old bones. I told them that uh, you know you can find a lot of old bones out here in the woods. Uh, there's a, I told them there's an old mining town, uh, across the holler, uh, that, uh, there's bones all over the place. Uh, they was interested. How that far probably, away is that? How far away is that place? Oh, it's a few miles. Few Inside miles the hollow? In, oh. Yeah, on the other side. On the other, yeah. You gotta cross the hollow. Hollow to get there. Sheetcha hollow, oh. the Indians call it. You live out here with your uh, uh, brothers and paws? No, I live out here all by myself. Oh. I lived out here my whole life. Why do you? We don't. Oh, we don't. We don't care much for. I don't care much for the townsfolk. Hmm. Uh, Is it? But you're not a native woman yourself. No, no, no. I'm not one of them uh, engines, no. Do you know what Shicha means? Shicha means uh, evil, bad place. They say there's uh, ghosts that live in these woods that, uh, that the spirits of the dead are trapped here and that they fuss about people when they, when they hang about here. But I done lived here my whole life. No, but no ghosts ever fussed around me. They say the, the rivers run with blood. It's all just nonsense. But uh, I never see any engines come in this this area. They just leave us all alone. Leave me alone. And 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 white folk do too, except for Professor Baker and company. Yeah, there's the first people I have seen out here in forever. How you, are you doing for food? Oh, I do my own hunting and I do my own, you know, picking the herbs. Like I say, I was getting some mushrooms. I do pretty well. Well, we've noticed uh, a lot of food spoilage. Uh, I've just wondered if you're dealing with the same out here. No, never had no food spoilage, no. So uh, you must know these lands so well, you could probably show us exactly where our friends got lost. I think well, they went, tried to go down this holler in the cars and couldn't do it. 
that would be in the direction of the, the, the old mining town, yes. Did you accompany them at all, or did you just show them the... the I showed Dr. Baker. I took, uh, see, Dr. Baker and that other one, the funny one, uh, Dr. Butcher. Tucker. Tucker, yep. Yeah. I showed them where it was, walked them out there, told them, told them what I'm telling you now. But uh, you went out there. Well, I suppose so. If they're not here, I told him there was. Uh, he showed me the the skull of one of these things that he had oh. found. He'd have dug up. I wasn't surprised at all. I said I've seen things like that before, though, out there in the out there in the mining town. So maybe he moved there to find bones that he doesn't have to dig up. Is way easier than digging. Uh, were your folks with the mining town? Is that how you come to live out here? Oh, I suppose at some point in time, maybe they was, but that was a long time ago. Uh, well, uh, if you could point us the direction you sent them, I'd be uh, very grateful. Well, you done pointed it out yourself. It's right there. Just got to go through, but you ain't going to get them vehicles through. Right. Yeah, we saw where they uh, tried and, and obviously had to back up and park the trucks. So uh, when you walked them out there, uh, how long of a walk was it? Oh, I don't know. A couple of hours. They oh, seemed wow. very excited. Mr. Baker, now Do Dr. Baker, he seemed like a right gentleman. Very friendly. And that Tucker, he's got a funny, funny streak in him. Yeah, that's, that's good old John. Uh, and you haven't heard anything from them since then. You didn't hear any, they didn't honk any horns or, or holler or light any fires you saw? Not a thing. It's just been quiet. And uh, I wouldn't have even come out this way again today if it hadn't been for you all honking your horn. Right, so and the mushrooms uh, be in the right place. Have the uh, uh, Indians ever, Native uh, Americans ever come into the hollow? Nope, not that I can ever remember. We're just wondering uh, who uh, damaged these uh, vehicles over here, pulled out all the wires and tried to do even more damage. I can't say, have no idea. Now, if you folks- I have much, but I'm gonna try a psychology roll. Yeah, I wanna try a psychology roll just to like observation. I, I'm actually gonna spend six luck to uh, just get a regular. Okay. All right. If you've already done that, that's fine. Go for it. Um. Well, Doctor Hall, her mannerisms and her her way of speaking. She's definitely a hill person, if you'd call it right. that. She doesn't seem to have much of an education. Um. There's definitely something wrong that she's <laughs> not saying but you don't know what it is she right. might just be distrustful of strangers right i was just looking to see if she had reacted when i mentioned uh, her her uh, parents and brothers out here and trying trying to get a tell of if there is more than just her right so yeah didn't seem to be that didn't seem to have any reaction she's okay. she seems like she's alone um, and like and I you say, said she was wearing uh, appropriate 
forest garb. Yeah, but it's not. But it's, it's it, not new. It's. But she's not dressed like Davy Crockett. She's not wearing only furs. She has some correct commerce right. with humankind. It does look like she's picked up a few pieces of clothing now and then. Um, maybe she goes in once in a blue moon, but she doesn't say that. Um, now, folks, uh, I didn't expect to see you out here. I was here to render aid if you needed it, but uh, I am going to have to be getting back. I got food cooking on the stove. Where about might uh, you live? I live about three miles in that direction. She just sort of gives you a direction. Okay. She says, but it's pretty hard to find unless you know where it is. There ain't no roads. It must I, be real uh, lonesome out here at times. I don't know. I don't really know what lonesome is. I'm actually feeling like it's rather crowded right now. <laughs> Well, we're sorry. We hope to be out of your way right soon. Do you ever have a, a, a photograph taken of you? I don't even know what that is. Um, it's, a, it's a way to use... A, there's a machine that you can use to take up... Just like a... Capture the light of some picture all at once. And if you don't mind, I would take a picture of you. Because... Uh, I I don't rightly care. Uh, it's not going to hurt me or anything, is it? Not not a bit, ma'am. It's just uh, just a way of uh, marking something that's been that you can keep after a while. Mm. So you think if we head down there through the gap where they got stuck, we'll be able to tell where they were trying to go? Oh, I think so. If you head in that direction, you'll eventually get there. Eventually, you'll hit the other ridge. Right, and you say there there were miners out there in the past. Oh, quite a long time ago. But they there's left. Some, there's an old abandoned town. A whole town. A whole yeah, small town. And you say there are skulls and bones just out in the open. Yeah, I've seen them. That can I don't go that... there much. Hey Jane, do you think uh, we can uh, trade you something for uh, some of those mushrooms and food that you collected? Well, are you going to be here tonight? Uh, we will. I can bring you over some stew. Oh, that'd be very kind of you. Uh, we asked the fellows gone back to town to bring us back some fresh food too, so there might be something. Maybe we can share with you. All right. Well, I will come back later then. A pleasure to meet you, okay. Miss Jane. Thank you. Thank you. Glad we caught your attention. And she heads off into the woods. And with that, I think that's where we'll end it. Um, perhaps just as, uh, you know, 40 minutes later when uh, Dr. Cooper and uh, Byron pull back into the, uh, the camp. You mean they made it back? Hopefully <laughs> with like a full arsenal of weapons. Like Terminator. And really, really protected food. Irradiated foodstuffs. <laughs> All right. Our players included John Hook, uh, Bill Riggle, Josh Harwood, David Gasway, and Harish Rowe, with yours truly as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. 
We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure in the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Thank you.